yelling <laughs> at the top of your lungs? No, I can't do that. I'm a soft girl. Okay. Welcome or welcome back to Idol Talk. It's the host with the most, Fernando. <laughs> and today I'm here with my favorite lesbian, Jazabelle. <laughs> Jazabelle, can you please can you please say hello? Hello. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Jazabelle was the first Idol Talk guest. Mm-hmm. One of the first. One of the top three, I think. Idol talk guests. Yeah. I think awesome. I I think it was the first because then we had we had you, and then we had our childhood friend Salinas, and then we had um, Chris Marino when she talked about like religion and trauma and stuff like that. So mm. it was a it's a very interesting set of guests to really start off Idol Talk, and I remember the first few guests you had on on your podcast, which mm-hmm. is what's your podcast name? Becoming a something. Wow. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. I almost forgot it's been that <laughs> I long. I was about to say, I was like, <laughs> like I said, I let you, I, I lobbed it to you and you, <laughs> and you missed out um, on talking about that. So when we, again, you said earlier, we were, we met up in Queens to shoot mm-hmm. the first, the two episodes that we did, the one on your podcast and we did the one on ours. Mm-hmm. And at the time you were in college. Oh my God, was I? Yeah, and we were talking about. Yeah. And it was funny because you were like, oh, you know, I put on Mercy College, da 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 and now can you, like, catch us up? What happened ever since college? Um, I work at the college now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy, huh? I know. And um, I actually became a mom. My baby will be nine months soon. And I'm trying to go back to get my master's now. And life is just so different. You said that in, the, in our yeah. podcast. You were like... You know, I'm, I'm going to go get my master's. They give you, like, five years to do it. Yeah, settle, yeah. Because you're going to do your four you did your four years, and you needed one more to mm-hmm. do your master's. You're like, yeah, you know, they give you five years to, to do it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I did, right? If you're listening, please pray that I get accepted. Because <laughs> I've been waiting for weeks, and it's, like, making me super anxious. But, yeah. So, um, so you got, what, life. what you did for three years, so... Two more years, and you wouldn't have made the cut I know. <laughs> for your plus one. Yeah, I mean, just talking about how long it's been since we last recorded, time is really just flying. I feel like I was just pregnant, and, like, every day that I wake up, I'm actually surprised at how fast time is going. Yeah. So, yeah, I ha- that's something I had to do, because if I would have waited, I would have missed that five-year mark. So... I've got some notes in front of me from oh I told you God. I did my did my homework <laughs> on, on the on the previous two episodes. But yeah. you were going through YouTube graduation. Do you remember that your graduation for college? I did graduate on YouTube. It ended <laughs> up happening. Yep, yep. We were the only virtual graduation ceremony because the following year everybody graduated in person. Wow. Foul, right? Foul. Uh, it, it, they never offered to do it again for you guys. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not even that you worked there. You'd be like, hey, you know that class I graduated on YouTube? Right. You Let me join the ceremony <laughs> this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but um, that was weird. I, I was driving <laughs> to take pictures for graduation, <laughs> and I graduated in the car. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Were your graduation pictures by the Sunflower Garden? No. Well, I remember there was a photo shoot you did in, like, an actual, like, in the sunflower garden, garden. sunflower garden the sunflower yeah. garden is huge yeah no that was actually in colorado that i, I did that wow. with jacinda nice yeah but um 
I just took pictures in front of them to show. <laughs> they like set up um like a a back screen mm. for us for class of 2021 or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did, but my it was nice. I I'm glad like I graduated. My class, class of 19, we were like the last one before COVID hit, mm. and I was like, damn, I could not imagine having to graduate like over Zoom or on YouTube. Yeah, but it worked out. Did it? Yeah, like class on Zoom, internship on Zoom. I didn't have to internship leave Internship on Zoom? Everything on ever Zoom. Since, ever since Work on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, I know. I was, I was about to say, I'm like, you haven't left your, <laughs> your house. No. I've been cooped up at home for the longest. <laughs> That's why she looks like this. <laughs> You're so mean. Um, it's hot. It's So you s- mentioned Colorado earlier. Mm-hmm. And... I was listening back to our, our podcast and mm. and at a talk page mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm trying to get out of New York as soon as possible. Oh god. As yes. quick as possible. I wanna be wherever I go, I just wanna go mm-hmm. go out of New York. Yeah. So what 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 was the point or what happened? Um, if anyone has listened to Becoming a Sunflower, I did speak about how I almost moved to Colorado and it caused problems with my relationship at the time. And um, I kind of just chickened out. Like, I had a job lined up. Yeah. Oh, do you pussy? But (laughs) (laughs) I just chickened out. And I'm glad I stayed because now I have my son. But sometimes I do wish, like, damn, what if I would have just moved and, you know, just started over. And I think it's better now because I stayed. And I ended up making so many friends, um, becoming a part of, like, the community and, doing mental health work and connecting with people and now I feel like if I were to leave like I have such a community to leave behind as opposed to like leaving and just like never looking back because New York is home Mm -hmm. born and raised so but you wouldn't take that chance you wouldn't be like leave everything behind and everybody behind if it if it came across all circumstances that you could ever want being met Mm. you wouldn't take it anyway I love my people. I love yeah. everyone here. And I've grown like a closer relationship with my family. So like the level of gratitude is different now. Mm-hmm. Like when I wanted to leave, I was so mentally unstable. <laughs> and I'm still maybe a little mentally, mentally unstable, <laughs> but I'm def- definitely like a more healed version of myself despite the circumstances. Yeah. And um yeah, at that point I would have just did anything to feel better and if it was not going to be like a really negative path like it had to be like leaving new york but i worked through it i went to therapy and everything like that that's one of my later questions Mm. (laughs) are you still in therapy i'm not no no. insurance sucks (laughs) in america so you wasn't even healed they just said oh we're not cutting that check no more basically yeah like hey i can't afford next week's session because i started paying out of pocket And I just never went back. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Damn. Damn. Sober. Sober. <laughs> raw, raw dog, dog in life. In life. <laughs> Not with this fucking milk joke ginger cup. Yeah, I'm the second the cup coffee. of coffee of the day. But we're doing it. Okay. So three years ago, when we met up <laughs> to do this podcast, it was Joan and I's intention, a.k.a. Valdez and John, to get a woman's perspective mm-hmm. to kind of clarify things that maybe men would have misconceptions about. Mm-hmm. So that was our main goal for that episode. Mm-hmm. And we a- and he asked you specifically, what do you value in a man? Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not going to play your answer for you, but I do have snippets of other things. Okay. But I want to know your answer. What mm-hmm. does that look like now? Because I did my homework yesterday. Mm-hmm. I listened to it, so I know what you said. Okay. But I, I don't remember. But I want to know what, you s- what you're going to say right now. Um, in a man? Mm-hmm. I think just like in a part, like in a relationship aspect. <laughs> in a relationship aspect. I think now, um, I also didn't mention that I am a single mom now, so um, in a future partner, like, I really do need a man that puts God before all, because in in my perspective, beliefs, and morals, and values now, um, like, a man that doesn't know God doesn't know himself, and God is love, so if I believe that if you don't know God, then you can't know love, like, if you don't know what it's like to sacrifice and and really dedicate yourself to something and have faith like that and something that you cannot see but truly feel, then I don't know, maybe you can't do the same for me and especially my son. Mm. So that's definitely another aspect of my life that's changed a lot too. I was going to ask, have you always been this religious or is this something that over the past few years that you've kind of mm. discovered about yourself? I used to study the Bible like six, seven years ago now, and then I took a break, um, and then I started back up again when I got pregnant. My Bible teacher reached out to me. She did not know I was pregnant, um, and it all just aligned so well, so I've been consistently studying for about almost two years now, and it's definitely changed my perspective on a lot of things, and most importantly, like motherhood and how I want to raise my son, how I want to be as a woman, as a wife, like before if you would have asked me about like marriage and stuff like that or even just having a kid in general I would have been like hell no (laughs) (laughs) but now like it's something that I truly do want in my life and like that's the only way that I see my future married children I want the house I want the farm I want (laughs) three kids um I just I just want so much you know and family is a big piece of it like I want me and my children to be good I want to just have that you know yeah so speaking about you said you are a single mother now so this relationship change Mm -hmm. what did you learn from such a drastic change like this well when you're with someone for almost your whole life (laughs) can I give you a number because yeah. three years ago, you were like, oh, my, I'm going on seven years on this relationship. So mm. so what is it, a 10-year relationship? That nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Almost a double It digit. almost made nine years. Yeah. But um, I think the one thing that I learned, and, you know, we're really great. Great co-parents, great friends. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for him. And, um, you know, as long as my son is good and i'm good and he's good everything's good everything's good but um the one thing that i did learn i think is hmm, i guess i mean he did help me grow as a person because he met me as like this damaged teenager you know that that didn't even know how to come into someone's house (laughs) and like respectfully say hello shake your hand wash a plate like i didn't learn that growing up um so it's just simple things like that Um, But also the big things of like, you know, speaking up about the things that bother me and and learning to be more vocal 
and that's something I'm still working on. Um, I write a lot of things in my notes, in my notepad, in my journal, um, and I'm just learning to like, you know, speak about what it is that's bothering me, speak about what it is that I need and require. Um, just yesterday, someone asked me, what do you require in a relationship? And I really had to think about those things. And here's my paragraph of things I need to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave them the list. <laughs> but um, it's just things like that. And, and yeah, just respecting myself as a woman, respecting myself as, you know, a, a person and and just really putting more value on myself. It's interesting you say that myself. when you said um, in our old podcast, you were mm -hmm. like, the stuff you said you were continuously working on, you were working on mm -hmm. like back then. Those same things Those that same I said. Those same exact things. Crazy, yeah, I don't even remember and that. And at that point, you, you were saying, I'm starting to. I'm mm -hmm. starting to work on these yeah. things. And yeah. right now you're saying, I'm continuing to mm -hmm. work on. And I, only I bring that up because it's because I knew the answer before you said it, mm -hmm. right? And uh, but I wanted people to kind of hear what you know continuous growth looks like, mm -hmm. because it, I can link the old episode in the description just so people can hear that and yeah, compare it, it to listen. this. <laughs> it's fun fact. I did two collaborations that I was really proud with yours mm -hmm. and my first collaboration in Baltimore, and mm -hmm. it was a, uh, with Full Intellect and his podcast, Matchy Podcast. And I kept those in the, the I'll talk links. Mm -hmm. Those are still up to this day. It's oh, like okay. yours is there and then mm -hmm. his is there and then our all of our new shit is there too. Mm -hmm. But it's it's two of them that I feel like if people go check out that link, those are they're like, Oh, what's this? Who mm -hmm. who are these people? Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting thing that those two episodes are kind of similar in a way. Like we get your perspective as a woman and then we get his as a man who lived in maryland for all his life and mm -hmm. coming as new yorkers it's like oh that's a that's a like different kind of like vibe to him so yeah. those are two like episodes i was really proud of <coughs> so i'm gonna play a minute clip oh <laughs> of the old idol talk episode that we have all right, right i'm so ready let me let me sip my coffee sip your coffee <laughs> because i'm gonna ask you what did you take away from the old jazzabelle thing okay you ready? Yeah. And just to add to your point real quick, healing is a journey forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to be fully healed. And, you know, growth is continuously. We're constantly changing. And every day that we wake up, we're new people. So to anyone that's listening, like if there is something that you are working towards or have been working towards and, and you feel like you're not fully where you want to be, just give yourself a lot of grace because it takes a lifetime to really just be everything it is that you really want to be you know and you're yeah. always going to want to be more than that even when you do get there so have a lot of patience and give yourself a lot of credit because it's very hard okay ready ready for this i'm ready <laughs> ready for the old jazabelle oh god communicating that there's something wrong instead of me making him kind of have to do the mind reading and understanding because I used to be the type of person that was like why can't you see I'm having a bad day like why oh, yeah. is he not 
like, what is wrong with me? Why don't you have people calling you? Yeah. <laughs> and I just see you visibly <laughs> upset. Like, what is wrong with you? You didn't yeah, hear my I mind. Like, you don't tell me, well, you know, sometimes I can't, I don't know what's wrong. Like, if you're acting a certain way, like, you kind of also have to do your part in letting me know, like, okay, this is why, instead of just making everything negative without communicating anything at all. Because that doesn't get you anywhere. And I've learned that. Okay. Hearing yourself mm. previously, what does 2023 Jazzabelle take away from what 2020 Jazzabelle said? Mm. <laughs> I'm still processing. But I think that I think I would tell that version of myself, you know, to just keep speaking up and keep letting people know, especially when there's something that bothers you because my whole life as, like, an abuse survivor, like, I've always been shut. Like, there's never been a point where I've just told someone no or told someone, like, hey, I don't like this, I'm uncomfortable, I don't feel good or, you know, stop. Um, and I think... Like, now, I feel like I have the ability to do that if there's something that, that doesn't feel good, that doesn't feel healthy, you know, and I can acknowledge it and speak on it. And I think I would tell old Jazzabelle to just keep working at that and, and keep knowing that there's power in your voice, you know, like, it's okay to speak up. You know, you are heard, you're seen, you're loved, you're safe even. Um... And it's okay to, to share what's bothering you. It's okay to speak up. I'm processing what you just said. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but this this is this this episode that we did together kind of like changed my life in a way where it was you said when people are talking, mm, give the, them silence. the silence. Yeah. <laughs> and ever since that point, it's been like, Are you just gonna shut up <laughs> and just listen because you mentioned that not only does it help them you know get their point across mm. but it also gives them a chance to, to process. process what they're saying and mm -hmm. that has just been a complete like pillar to how i interact with people now yeah so does it help it does help it does help Good. and sometimes i'll like they'll be done and i wouldn't know what to say <laughs> and I'll be like, <laughs> now you can use that as an <coughs> excuse when someone just has you stunned yeah i'm like stunned all the time now <laughs> because yeah. i let my my intrusive thoughts come <laughs> and go and i'm like shit i had a i wanted to say something but i couldn't but now let's bring it down to a less serious note okay, okay? in our episode you said i clean for no reason mm. and you were talking about your space and you're talking about how people don't know how to clean that you would prefer how to that you prefer to be the cleaner mm. so my question to you is do you still clean for no reason oh god ask my friends dude i'm always cleaning <laughs> but it's less compulsively and i realized that i don't know if i mentioned it on the, the episode before but i don't have a lot of control in the things that happen but when it comes to my household i have full control so if things are organized the way that i want if things are clean the way that i expect I'm in control, mm -hmm. and that helps me feel better. And it's also like a good way to declutter my mind. And anyone, you know, you clean your room, you feel better. You clean your house, you feel better. 
and you kind of just get in a zone where you forget things that you've been thinking about and it's motivating but actually since it's just me and, and my son now it's a lot less to clean I'm cooking less you know I'm not really doing much I work and then go about my day but yeah I'm not cleaning as obsessively anymore but the house is still clean. It I is mean, what clean. do you think? It's pretty clean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, fr- I'll, they came in and they're like, take your shoes off. Yeah, like, yeah. I forgot your <laughs> shoes off person. And if someone doesn't want to take their shoes off, I have the little shoe covers. Because you're not about to fuck on the floor. That's cute. <laughs> like, I respect your choice, but here are some <laughs> shoe covers. <laughs> they're cute. They're blue. Amazon. Nice. <clears throat> And I remember you told a story that you had a roommate who didn't know how to sweep. Oh, and God. it was driving me <laughs> insane. So no I just roommates wanted, anymore. I just wanted to let the people know that you were that kind of obsessive cleaner. <laughs> Any future partner of mine that's ever planning to move in with me must know you have to be clean if you want to stay. That's it. <laughs> that's it. If not clean, you're not allowed. No. <laughs> Now, a little bit less serious note again. So you eat meat now? I do. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But big steak girl. Mm. Wow. Pregnancy did it. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. You're at this point. uh, And you mentioned it in the episode. We were like, when we go out to eat, like, you got to go someplace that I can eat too. But now it doesn't (laughs) fucking matter, does it? Yeah. Now it's good. I'm a lot less picky Mm -hmm. and more open to trying new foods and like even just trying to cook different meats in different ways and it's been fun i don't know if i would have stayed vegetarian had i not got pregnant Mm -hmm. because like it's just i'm not trying to say that there's no other way for protein but it's just so easy (laughs) to just put chicken on the on the stove you know but um yeah when you're pregnant your body will crave whatever you're lacking so i was lacking a lot of iron and because i was puking so much during my pregnancy the smell of vegan meat was making me so nauseous to the point where i couldn't even open the package so i literally had no choice like i had to eat meat and then once i started i couldn't stop damn did you think about like stopping at any point like after the pregnancy was done you'd be like oh let me go back to my previous i kept telling myself that i would but breastfeeding you still need all those nutrients and again this is not to (laughs) say that anyone not eating meat can't do it but when you're very crunched on time you will literally eat anything to survive (laughs) anyway now that we're gonna wind down we're gonna wind back up okay we're gonna listen to old (laughs) jazabel one more time let's see play it (laughs) let's see what old jazabel has to say So my main question here is for you. Mm-hmm. Are you still a fake ass bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm no. the realest bitch ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a joke question because when I heard it, 
we were like, oh, girls love to gossip. We just spilled the tea. And my first instinct was like, this big ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but any girl that you talk to, like, there's not one that does not enjoy the tea. I know you've seen that TikTok of um, the guy in his passenger seat. And the girl is, like, about to spill some tea. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. whole seat back and whole body turns. <laughs> he's just ready. <laughs> that's That's every girl. Spill it. Spill it. Spill it. Spill it. Okay, we're gonna jump to the next, the real, the real cue <laughs> that I had, had loaded okay. up. <laughs> so this one's a longer one. This is like a minute and like twelve seconds. Man, you yeah. were just talking away on and this it's episode. It's funny because that was like when we kept it like an hour long, mm. and now like pumping out these two hour long episodes of Fabian is like yeah. killing me slowly. <laughs> So, what did you think about what old Jazabel said in this particular instance? It's still true. I actually had a friend who, let me go to my notes app and see what was the term you used. The tea is coming. No, no, no. The tea is coming. While she gets the tea, I'm going to take a sip. Okay, here we go. Reflective listening. My friend had said, And I quote, you would make a great therapist because what you're doing right now is called reflective listening. Like, they'll say something and I'll kind of rephrase it back to them to show that I'm listening and then offer my insight after Mm -hmm. I've acknowledged, like, I hear what you said and now this is what I think. Was that person a therapist? Yes. Interesting. Mental health therapist. Wow. And you mentioned in, in that clip you were a social worker, you were like studying to be that. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that? Like, how's that turned out for you? It's good. I think the skills that I learned in the program have helped me just talk to people in general. It's helped me with advocating for mental health. And um, as soon as I go back to get my master's, which would hopefully be in the summer, um, I would be able to get licensed. As a social worker, so it begins. my goal is to become a school social worker. Cool. Mm. Like, what kind of school? Like, middle like school, high school, elementary school? The youngest possible. Oh, you're trying to get right through the right to the yeah. root before mm-hmm. it starts. Exactly, because mm-hmm. that's important. That's mm-hmm. when most of us require the most 
here and that's when most of our experiences happen that really do shape the rest of our lives you know kid Mm. gets bullied in elementary school they're never the same so it's just things like that you know i was talking to fabrian in the last idol talk that we just dropped that was Mm. and i'm gonna bring it up now because in the one we did i was like oh i had these memories of my childhood and three years later i'm like I don't remember shit about my childhood. Yeah. So I'm trying. I was trying to figure out. Okay, I'm like, what the fuck happened to me in these three years? That like, I didn't. I like start to lose certain memories. Like, mm. at the time I was 22 years old, and yeah. I was like, yeah, I remember my mom coming in at like 9 p.m. to pick me up from daycare or whatever, mm. and then seeing her and her struggles as a single mom, and we mm. were talking about that. And then I was talking to Fabian. I was like, no, I couldn't. Like, could when I up to this point, I only remember like things I did in college. Mm. And like and like when somebody brings up something like from like high school, I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. But part of me is like, I'm am I just agreeing with whatever this person is saying, or did I do I actually remember like what they're mm. saying? So I think I need to like find the root of this problem. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I like had like a little like epiphany on the podcast last week, and I was like, I was like, I thought I work through some stuff but yeah. hearing you talk about your stuff made me think like maybe i'm not through this stuff that yeah. i thought i was through so yeah so that's interesting a traumatized mind will repress a lot of memories to keep those stored and mm-hmm. you gotta find out <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find out let's bring it down a little bit let's get back to the fun the fun stuff okay like being a lesbian yeah being a lesbian <laughs> but um, i'm not a lesbian <laughs> i remember at the time it was me, you, and Juwan, and mm-hmm. we were like, yep, we're part of the Divorced Parents Club. All of oh us got no dads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that up again. The Divorced Parents Club. I was like, in my head yesterday, I was like, I should get like shirts. Divorced like, Child? Divorced Parents Club. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's such a normal thing now, though. Like, I remember a few months before I became a single mom, I was seeing a lot of people that I know on Instagram, newly moms or like their kids are toddlers and they're single now. And I remember thinking in my head, like, damn, I hope this isn't me. Because it just seemed so normal for everyone. Like it was just more and more common. And it was scary because that's really just, that's life right now. Like the same things that used to be normal back then where you know you marry you have kids and you're with that person forever no matter what like it's just gone (laughs) you know and it's scary it's very scary and though I want more children I think about like I don't want to be a baby mama to a second person you know like I really want to make sure that I'm with someone forever if we're having kids you know because how fun is that your your kid is with one baby dad and then the kid is with the next and you know a lot of people make it work accidents happen things happen but if i could prevent that from happening like next kid i have to be married that's it (laughs) with the house first like with the house and the farm farm. (laughs) (laughs) are you ready to live that farm life i am i am i think about waking up at the crack of dawn at the ass of dawn yes (laughs) getting my eggs from my chickens getting my milk from my cows yeah. That's the life Jonathan Bill wants that to live. That is the life. When we did the first episode, was that the life you wanted? Or do you think that's something no. you just wanted? I think that's like a evolved dream of mine. Like I, I wanted 
so simple. Like I used to think I wanted like a townhouse or maybe just live in a nice complex or have a condo. But now I'm like, forget all that. I just want to have like my grass fed butter, my grass fed eggs. Like I want everything just calm. I just want peace in my life. I just want nature. I don't want to be bothered. I just want to be happy. <laughs> That's it. Chaz goes on the leave me alone tour. <laughs> I'm in my Amish ever. <laughs> <laughs> Amish. Oh, it's no. true. They don't they don't engage in technology. They have no parts of the world. Like that's literally where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, let's let's take a listen to Real Jazz Bell. Mm. Got a, I've got a few more of these here. A couple. This more. is actually the nice thing about podcasts because I probably would have forgot that whole conversation. No, I mean, I listened to it yesterday and it was like a serious conversation that's going on and I was like smiling like the whole time I listened to it. It took me like three hours to listen to this because I had to drive mm-hmm. and then I pause, take notes what yeah. I wanted to talk about. And I was like, damn, that like that was so long ago, but like that was so fun. Like it, it was, was, yeah, it was a really deep conversation. And I was like, it's so fun to just uh, listen back on it because I every time I drop an out of talk, I get like I cringe a little bit. I'm like, yeah. oh, I kind of yeah, like, like hearing myself. Yeah. <laughs> but hearing myself in 2020, I was like, mm. damn, shit, that was that was me. That was me. That's what I used to sound like. That's what I used to do and talk about. And that's how I used to think. After this, I have a question for you. Okay. So you want to ask it now or? Yeah. Okay, ask it now. How did you think about 2020, Fernando? That was 2020. That's 2020. COVID? April 2020. We were out there just spreading germs to record this episode. I think so. (laughs) Or at least it came out in April 2020. Wow. Let me show you, actually, before you ask that question. I'm going to show you the pictures, the promo pictures, because they stayed on. I edited the Idle Talk on this iPad, and this is the same iPad that you have. Oh, my God. And then just look at at baby Jazzabelle. Wow. So happy at the time. (laughs) Am I not happy now? (laughs) (laughs) Put your face in this one. Not happy. Not happy at the time. (laughs) But I'll let you ask your question. Yes. How do you feel about yourself? From then as opposed to now, like, is there, (laughs) is there any growth for you that you've noticed since listening? Yeah, it's, it all comes apart and I'll I'll throw you this compliment too. I was listening back to our episode and he said, oh, at the time I thought we were all pretty well-spoken versus now, like a few years into doing it. I'm like, oh, well, I think we're pretty well-spoken now. I think Mm. before I was just giving myself a little bit too much credit, Mm. but comparing just like listening to this now versus having a conversation like with you before we even started like get talking about even sitting down again and doing another one i was like the improvements i think between just like how we speak and how we think Mm. has just been so like vast and great compared to other people that don't i guess have this outlet for themselves like Mm. for me the exciting part is like with daydream to maybe two or three years down the line for me to get to listen back to his to these episodes that he's been making now mm. it's like to compare himself like i can't believe i came this far because it, it's truly is a diary i think and this is this is why i kind of started doing idle talks every day where it's mm. like it's truly a diary for me where i get to express what i was going through <laughs> in april of like 2022 and i was yeah. like i was listening to myself in the gym 
saying I fucking not just <laughs> when I'm doing cardio and I'm like, oh, where are all these streams coming from? Yeah, Definitely coming from, not me. <laughs> from me. And shout out to the people in Italy who yeah. listen to me too. Three, Ooh. there's three people over there. Hit me listen. up. Don't don't tell them. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I would like scroll through them anyways. I'm like, what's this Fernando going through in January? Click, and I'm like, oh, that happened. That was like life at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And so it's interesting just to kind of see the actual actual growth because like mm. you go through the old stuff you used to say, but I'm like, oh, this is how I used to like this is how I used to do live life. Mm. It's like whatever these thoughts that were coming out, I meant those thoughts. So um, I was talking to Pedro. I was like, when we did the birthday party episode, he mm. was like, oh, stop talking. You're gonna be handicapped later. And I think that was one of the biggest issues with me beforehand i thought the same way mm. and then i was like i can't i can't do that because it it eventually leads to like people disagreeing on what to say and people not wanting to continue to speak and do things so i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna be myself mm. and i can come up with something later i can try to do something else later but um in those moments where like instead of thinking about the content first i, I now kind of think about the experiences first so yeah. for you as a gathering i'm like i'm gonna be funny and i'll talk about it later on the podcast but yeah. i'm gonna I'm, this is gonna hit these people first i'm gonna see how they take it we're gonna have a good time and be in this moment more compared to how i used to be where like i would just act a little bit it's mm-hmm. like no i'm gonna this is for the podcast this is for the podcast i'm not i'm not gonna be this funny or be this charming or mm-hmm. be this stupid or whatever but now i kind of like put the the emphasis on like let me get these memories <laughs> with these people mm. and if i need to remember them i could always just listen back to the podcast and be like oh yeah that happened yeah so i think that's what's what i prioritize in my personal life now where it's like let me let me do the people thing <laughs> let me develop some relationships that you know maybe i put to the side because of the podcast maybe yeah. i didn't really emphasize it enough to kind of flesh out relationships but now i kind of just work on that more that's good and that's really important because i feel like a lot of us aren't really present in our environments in our bodies even in our own minds like we're constantly thinking about the next thing so like you doing that like nah this is like content content like you probably just didn't know how to separate like business from personal and it's probably nice, like, your friends and, like, the people around you probably appreciate you more, you know, with that awareness and, like, actively thinking about how can I be more present with the people I love? How can we make memories, you know? Yeah. So that's something to really give yourself credit for. And I noticed that today. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh, with my friend BJ, we worked mm. out and... All the shout-outs today. <laughs> yeah, we were, we, were, we were getting something to eat. And he was like, oh, I'll help you take these photos for a project I haven't announced yet. And I was like, all right, cool. And I'm thinking about it in my head. I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying to frame it because mm-hmm. he's, he's actively trying to help me figure it out. And I put my phone in my backpack. And I was like, I'm not, th- I'm not present in this moment. Mm-hmm. And we just like were eating. He was telling me about his trip and his vacation. And I was like, oh, wait that guy's your cousin <laughs> he was like yeah you think he's like i think some random bj that i follow and i was like i didn't know he was your cousin and then he was like showing me all these photos of like 
because of the hard work his cousin put in to mm-hmm. be a DJ. That kind of seems bonkers. I don't want to mess it up. Is he from Yonkers? I, th- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but or it's just bonkers like insane. <laughs> I think it's up to interpretation. But mm, got to figure it out. Got to figure and it put out. His stuff in the put link. It, yeah, but he was like telling me about like how cool it was to see him, see him do things and to be with him and these different experiences and I was like I wouldn't have remembered this if I if I had my phone out still trying yeah. to figure out like yeah. how is this picture going to look how is this video going to look so it was just ultimately I think learning through 2020 mm. of like not having the chance to make content because of how the world shut down and how things happened I was like alright let me just slowly but surely start kind of like taking these experiences back instead mm. of like fully focusing on like is it going to be good on the podcast or is it going to be good on a good clip on instagram or tiktok mm. but on the other hand because of tiktok <laughs> and because of instagram on separate occasions it's been like validating where it's like the stuff that i do put out and that i personally believe is good or amazing content i just to get one of it to you know reach so many people mm-hmm. whether it be talking about something as stupid as the tv being at seven volume and people were like it that is loud as fuck and then the, the people who are like that like <laughs> it's got to be at 10 and then someone's within their own private sections like no that tv's at 50 and i'm like where the fuck do you what? live yeah <laughs> how big is your tv because <laughs> what does 50 sound like and then just c- hearing just the responses from people and like there was one reviewer on apple Podcasts where they were mm-hmm. like just the conversation and the dynamic between the two hosts is just amazing and the different perspectives that they share mm-hmm. has been something nice to listen to and i was like and i didn't catch it at the time i didn't read it until recently where i was like changing some stuff in the like boring parts of the idol talk page and i was like where has this review been this whole time? <laughs> I, I was I wanted to I felt at the time I was like oh, I, I should have read it on mm. on the podcast because that's what other podcast people do is read their reviews and shout out somebody. So I was like, well now if that person's still around, yo, if you're still listening, <laughs> I will send you a shirt. Just send me your Apple ID that you left the review in because only I can see the Apple ID. Mm. So don't <laughs> whoever that is. But I will definitely give you a shirt. That's something that is pretty cool, I think. And I was like, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's so nice. That's really good. We got to bring uh, Fabrian into a- another oh, episode. Oh, hell no. <laughs> 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 so, actually, that is possible, I think. Because I I, I could Google this today. I'm going to leak some information real quick. Let's just spill some tea. So I'm heading down to Baltimore to see my friend Luke again. And he's been on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a, I'm going to rent out a studio. I'm going to be like we've got 5 hours to make an idol podcast. Like let's let's just go and see what happens. So I yeah. invited DJ today. I gave him a heads up. It's like a month away. And I was like, "Yeah, see if you can come. If like we can make something out of it. Like we'll mm-hmm. be back. We'll, we'll leave on a Friday. We'll be back on Sunday before but I got to go back to work on Monday. Like it'll be a good time. It'll be it'll be something fun." And that was just one of the like many ideas that I had. I was like, we used to hang out as a group all the time, mm-hmm. and even though it was only the same two people planning to hang out. But we yeah. <laughs> we would have to, you know, Fabian would have to like leave like two months to request a day <laughs> off because he used to work at Whole Foods. Funny or not? No. And yeah, you know how that PTA oh God. is. Like, we all 
worked at Whole Foods. Isn't that crazy? So Did I ever meet him? No. No, he worked at the – he lives in New Jersey, so he worked at a Whole Foods in New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have Whole Foods over there. No, <laughs> I know. I used to have a – I used to work HR at Whole Foods, and one of my stores was in New Jersey. Yeah, which – where, where? Uh, Ridgewood. Oh, no, not even close. But I used to work at Whole Foods there, and, and – I was like, hey, everyone, we're trying to hang out in, like, three months. Can you, <laughs> can you take off? Can you put us in your calendar, please? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not in the calendar, it cannot happen. It cannot happen. No. No. Especially. But now it's easier. I'd be like, hey, do you want to do this next month? He's mm. like, yeah. Because Aww. he's had a better work work experience. Shout work out life. to him for that. Exactly. For that. For growth. For all growth, of us. For everybody. <laughs> but let's hear what, what the old Jazabelle had to say. Oh, you're still doing that. You're still doing that, <laughs> Jazabelle. I think this is the right clip. Hold on. Let's see if you can listen to her. Okay. I like that you say that because, like, if we're going to train our kids, for example, to be open with their emotions, right, let them know, like, the world is not always completely perfect. Like, the world is going to beat you up. There's going to be people like X, Y, and Z. Like, you're going to experience this, this, and that. But just give them that reassurance, like, it's going to be okay. If you fail or if you get hurt, like, it's okay. Yeah. So I think that that could be really beneficial, like, when you hit people with, like, what to expect and, like, kind of let them know, though, that, you know, when that happens, like, you don't have to man up. Like, it's okay if you stay with your emotions for now. Heard a sniffle <laughs> over there. What's going to happen? <laughs> no, I'm not crying. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are very shiny. Yours too. You I crying. know. I, I heard your sniffle, and I was like, if you start, I'm going to start, and I don't want to start. <laughs> but you st- I've done too much crying. I am done you're, crying. You're crowed out? For now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't have a particular question. I just have... <laughs> have it there a soundbite 39 oh that, was my the, God. that was 39 minutes into the episode but mm. the, the question that came before that was yeah. um, again as men looking for the perspective of women and just like you mentioned a great point I think it's a little bit later I don't remember but it said you're like n- women don't have the ability to just let it go or like or like just like internalize it and just like mm-hmm. forget about it as like how kind of men were taught mm-hmm. to just like internalize it and let it go doesn't matter anymore yeah. and i think you kind of gave us the 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 permission to be in our feelings <laughs> yeah. a little bit because <laughs> we left that after because we got stuff to eat after the episode and then we went our separate ways but we, oh yeah, we, we came, came back to the the airbnb and we were did like, you guys cry no not together <laughs> <laughs> we were like listening back i'm like oh man that's such a like reassuring thing to hear yeah and it's been it's given me the platform to be like when i ask people to submit their stories and i tell stories men specifically yeah we had a few and i was like i was like i'm i'm gonna do something with this yeah but i was like thank you for sharing like thank you for sending me this because mm-hmm. just you sitting down to do it and talking into your phone for mm-hmm. whatever amount this guy sent me a 30 minute voice note oh wow he really about wanted his to yeah he did and i didn't i sent him a shirt mm-hmm. i was like hey like ever since then closer 
to the to this guy that I didn't didn't necessarily take more than an acquaintance, mm. right? Because he he was the brother of my college roommate, and I was like, me and him are close because we're college roommates, we're mm. college roommate buddies. But just like hearing him, they're like every week, they're like, oh, I love your op- your episode. Oh, I sent this out. Like, check it out in the email or da da da. And I was like, thanks for giving me a platform to to receive this stuff. Yeah. Because I was like, I truly am like grateful to just give men an outlet to vent to another man because we talked about it in that episode but it's like he he mentioned a great point about community later on about having a community and i Mm -hmm. think this podcast that we did the first time kind of established our podcast as a uh a place that you could be like vulnerable with each other safe space yeah safe space miss safe space over there (laughs) (laughs) now that should be a shirt but um yeah it's important and if you don't give people that space you know there's so much that everyone goes through on a daily basis that they just don't talk about i feel like there's so many things people are battling in silence and you would never know if you don't just simply ask someone how are you and like really mean it not the new york hey how are you walk away i don't even care what you have to say (laughs) but like really genuinely mean it like are you really you know check in with them how's your mental health how's your heart today like questions like that go so far like you have no idea what people are just like holding and then they can finally just release you know because not everyone has a microphone not everyone is comfortable going into their journal or you know just talking Mm -hmm. in general so it, it really does make the biggest difference so shout out to you guys hearing your old self um, in that particular clip, what mm. what was going through your mind as you were as you were listening to yourself talk? I was definitely thinking about my son and like maybe the day where he's going through something and you know I really have to be the one, you know. And his dad is is there too, but you know, if this is our our permanent life, you know, it's really just going to be me and him. You know, he might come home from school one day and and have something on his chest that he may not want to share with me one because i'm his mom two because i'm a woman and three because you know people around him might have made him believe that he shouldn't have those feelings so i thought about how nice it is like having the mental health awareness and education for myself so that when when my son grows up i can instill that into him and teach him how to manage his emotions and just feel safe with mama you know with anything and just knowing that he always has someone to turn to always has someone to talk to no matter what it is so you mentioned on your podcast the one we did together Mm. um, about your mom being the hustler of the family at that point Mm -hmm. whoever she was seeing whatever couldn't step up or do whatever they had to do and so I'm gonna ask this to you: Is yeah. this the same route that you're gonna take? Are you gonna be the hustler and also do your own stuff and also make time mm-hmm. for your son? Because in the tone that you said on your episode, it felt like maybe you were now in charge of handling those kinds of responsibilities for the other siblings you had. I think you were the yeah, oldest, my yeah, mm-hmm. and we were talking, comparing about. Yeah you were the oldest and Joan happened to be the youngest and I was like I'm the oldest but of two oh, yeah, of two yeah. and so I kind of want to like dig dig deep in your mind a little bit like mm. what's what are you going to do 
now that you're in a similar but different situation? I think, like, I do have to hustle a lot harder being on my own. Not that I don't have financial support, but um, there's just so much more. And, like, like, for example, moving out of New York. That's not easy to do alone with a kid, you know? Yeah. Buying a house, that's not easy to do alone, period, let alone with a child. So it's things like that that are going to make it a little bit harder to reach the goals that I do have for, for me and him. And, you know, I hope that I'm not alone forever. You know, I hope that I do find the right partner that can build and grow and accept us as a family of two. Um, and be able to still do those things, but also know that I can do it alone too. The way that I've been surviving alone, you know, and I don't want to ever get to a point where mama has to work so hard she doesn't have time to hang out with me or I never see mama or someone else is raising my kid because I'm always working. So any way that I have to like balance out time for, for me, time for work but also time for my baby I'll do it you know and I think that you know remote work these days makes it so much easier like I work from home now which is not for long but I have had the opportunity for my son's eight months of life to just be here at every moment with him and now I have to share him with his dad but um I'm still here no matter what I don't have to leave the house and have someone else watch him in daycare until five six o'clock at night you know and I will do anything to make that a possibility for our future because I want to do things like homeschool him like I want to be there for everything you know obviously not 24 7 because the space is good and like I said I do share him but I just want to be present and I think a lot of our parents didn't really have that opportunity like times were much much different and especially you know if parents without the opportunity to have jobs that can't be done remote. You can't do, I don't know what, like working in Dunkin'. You can't work from Dunkin' Donuts remotely, you know? Um, so there is, you could, <laughs> you, you probably could. Nowadays, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but it's just things like that. Like I will do anything to make sure that that we're good, but that my son is good and that he never has to feel like, a burden or, or feel like I'm not there because I, I want to be there and you know I wish our family could work and we could do it together and like we're both spending equal amount of time with him but things happen and and I know that regardless he's loved and, and cared for no matter where he is so yeah speaking about your son yeah this last clip you already heard it I played it for you earlier mm. when we're doing the production stuff yeah so we're gonna play it. Let everybody hear what you have to say, mm. and I and you're gonna hear it second time technically. So I kind of yeah. want to get your thoughts. Just as soon as you're done talking, you just jump in and you just react to whatever you're saying. Yeah. I I really like that because when you just let someone experience for their own, like it's gonna make them a tough person. Yes, but like. Sometimes life hits you with things that you never thought possible, but if you kind of model, like, you know, this is the type of person that you should be with in the future, but when you go out into the world, people are like this. Like, it, it gives them 
different perspectives and allows them the option to choose like, okay, do I want to be like my uncle Valdez or do I want to give into all the negativity of the world kind of thing? So I think that it's important to, you know, let them know like what happens in their house is not always going to be the case all the time because they're going to have families of their own too and they might not look out and they may experience something that they've never seen in their own home kind of thing. Like when I have a kid, I'm sure that it's going to be a different experience even for me because like we were talking about on the last episode of my podcast, um, go watch it. (laughs) Um, like, I don't know what it's like to grow up in a family home. So if I am having a kid and I expect my father to be there in my life, like that's going to be a completely different experience for me because I don't know him. (laughs) I don't know this. Um, so jump in (laughs) that makes me sad makes me really sad because i really did imagine everything to be so different from what it is now and i really 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 wanted my son avery to like grow up in a household so different from what you experienced what his dad experienced what i experienced like and it it sucks but like i said like you know it doesn't always have to be where, like, okay, just because mommy and daddy didn't grow up together in the house doesn't mean that he can't have that same opportunity. Because how I love him and how I show him love is going to demonstrate how he should love people and love himself. And, you know, it's still possible, you know. It doesn't have to be, like, a cycle that continues. Unfortunately, it continued for me um, in my family, but it, it's not the end, right? Like, we might have a man that steps in for us and and becomes like a stepdad and mommy's husband and does show him how to love a woman like in front of him you know and and same for his dad he might become married one day and and do the same um but yeah hearing that makes me really sad (laughs) and you were talking about you know, you're going through different things unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I heard this the first time last night, I was like, this is as unexpected as it gets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially yep. because mm-hmm. your intentions were to avoid um, kind of like repeating the same narrative over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of wanted to get your, your thoughts now mm-hmm. as you've been X amount of months like this. Mm-hmm. What's what's gonna be your, what's what are your intentions now with like trying to instill in your son like this is not going to be you or this is like this is something that you can work towards like you don't have to fall and repeat the same things like what are gonna be some of the the values that you want to instill in your son whether he takes them or not you know yeah. but what are the values you want to kind of like put in him. I still want him to know how important family is, like, and especially, like, going back to the subject about, like, reading the Bible and and using that as a model for how we live our lives. Like, I really want him to still believe that, you know, marriage is 
is a thing and and family is something that we have to take care of and men should provide for women and and be there 100% for their children and you know do all the things like I still want him to know that and and have that in him you know yeah and I want him to know that you know love is the core of everything whether in a relationship or not like how you treat people with love how you treat yourself with love how you treat the things that you care about with love if he has a pet with love everything with love you know love is really like the root of our entire being damn that's a that's a heavy thing to say man <laughs> why <laughs> why is it heavy the, love is the root of our entire being of it you know, is that's I've never heard that. I've never thought about that that way. It is. And like, you know, when when someone comes into the world, right, it should be between two people that love each other. That's why, you know, the correct way to do things is, is marriage and then kids and, and such because we're meant to, to love. We're meant to create with love and, and raise our families with love. That was a that was a sound bite right there. That's a that's a very important thing to hear. I think, yeah. especially from a perspective of like I've, I did, I'm hoping that what people take away is that they learn something new. Yeah. Um, that your experiences and 2020 Chasabel's experiences have kind of, you know, maybe given the the moment of like wait, like in their own lives, like wait a moment what's happening right now <laughs> like i'm hoping that's what most people take away from this episode and i'm hoping that people learn from you know your experiences my experiences yeah. and just figure out how to make their experiences a much better one i hope man we have such a society where people are just so meaningless with everything like i want to talk to you for a month but i don't want to be in a relationship <laughs> with you i have no intentions on loving mm-hmm. you so it's like why are you wasting someone's time you know like it's just hookup culture club culture all these things it, it just it's it's really toxic it's really toxic and i think if more people had those morals and and beliefs about family and those feelings of love for people like we could really improve as a society and there would be less single mothers there would be less broken homes and and broken children you know Mm -hmm. people using drugs people looking for purpose you know looking for meaning it all comes back to love love is the the root of all things it is i should just tattoo it right here love on your (laughs) 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 forehead um you mentioned time and that was one of the big mm. things that that you mentioned on the first episode. Time. Y- yeah, time is invaluable. You can't get it back. You and cannot it's get it back. Nope. And it's interesting that we kind of, as we approach the end of this episode, it's another, it's another thing you mentioned, time, mm. and the importance of time. Definitely. But before we wrap up, mm. I've got some TikToks that I want you to listen to. Okay. Um, they're they're they're. Pretty all over the place. Okay. But I just want to get your just general, like, opinions on, like, how you feel after listening to these people talk. Okay. And it's a very um, different range of people who, who these TikToks I've downloaded from. Okay. 
Like, just take a listen to the first one. <laughs> How long are these TikToks? Um, one of them is 33 seconds. Oh, okay. One of them is 54 those one seconds. One hour, it, no. well, not one hour, one minute. Yeah, like one, a of half is, TikTok one of them is a minute long. Clock out. <laughs> one of them is a minute long. So we'll, okay. we'll I'll see. I'll, I'll push pay through. attention. Pay attention, please. tea i told you about <laughs> <laughs> so that tea can backfire apparently. <laughs> um who's that what do you what do you anyone can lie mm-hmm. anyone can lie and i do think that what you do really does come to light and especially when you're doing people dirty <laughs> you know whether you <laughs> tell them or not like people that are meant to find things out will find things out so be very careful with that and and it's true. I mean, like, what do you really expect? 15 years <laughs> of going around. <laughs> you think the past is not going to catch up to you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do think people can change. I mean, I hope no one's out there being a hoe for 15 years straight. But if that's you, I hope you took a break you. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say, do you. Do, do you. you. But I thought her careful. take was a little negative. I think she was, like, a little bit too harsh. But it yeah too mean about it it's hard to say because there are people who can do it and i think as long as you're not hurting anyone like do whatever it is that you want to do right if you are not in a committed relationship if you're not playing with people's feelings like do you that's not something i would do but (laughs) you do you (laughs) (laughs) that's not something i would do (laughs) It couldn't be me, but could do it be you. me, but <laughs> it could be you. <laughs> All right, next one. This one's a little longer, okay? So, okay. S- so keep your attention span, please. Longer really long at this point. See, and the funny thing is, right? A lot of guys assume that girls are talking to multiple guys at one time, right? When in all reality, okay, girls are no more talking about one guy. The majority of girls are talking to no guys at all they're simply just going out to guys, right? The, the, the day in the life of a girl usually goes like this, right? They'll wake up, they normally skip breakfast. Uh, their breakfast is going to consist of iced coffee. Then they go to work, right? Show up just in time, not late, but definitely not early. Um, and then they'll come home from work, they'll have the one meal of the day, uh, and then they'll watch their TV show. Normally it's a TV show they've been excited to watch or a TV show that they've watched multiple times, right? Then they will uh, stay up way too late I only put this TikTok in there just for those last (laughs) two or three seconds. Oh my gosh. I mean, some of what he said was true, but I think it depends. Like, that's a very basic, normal life for most people. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not getting enough sleep as I should. I definitely don't skip breakfast anymore. (laughs) That's the most important meal of the day. But I think. When you cultivate healthy habits of like, all right, instead of watching TV for two, three, four hours at a time, how can I 
make my life better. So whether you have to go to the gym, whether you're taking a walk, whether you're connecting with a friend, spending more time with people you love, or, you know, even taking time for naps, like, we we got to do those things. <laughs> but old Jazzaba was definitely on Netflix five hours a day. I don't know so much about the iced coffee. I'm more of a hot coffee drinker, but yeah got your three cups a day ass stop no Two. sleep that's why you don't I'm sleep i'm a mom i'm a mom coffee can still Scoff. put me to sleep i roll <laughs> for the audio listeners whatever okay i've got one more i think yes uh, i mean ma'am so this is the longest one okay this is four minutes and no, on tiktok no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a minute and, and five seconds okay thoughts about what she said <laughs> i was thinking about how i completely forgot the part in the previous tiktok about um girls talking to multiple guys mm-hmm. and like not wanting to talk to guys i think there's no in between you're either talking to mad guys or no guys mad hoes or no hoes mad hoes or no hoes yes <laughs> wow but like i said first, this society women ain't shit Women ain't shit. No, we are beautiful goddesses. They're here. We worship. They're here but to <laughs> hurt our feelings. No. Y'all be if you're doing talking it to a girl right now, y'all be if, doing it worse. If you're talking to a girl right now, you're not the only one. Just oh my FYI. Gosh. No. You heard it here first no. from one of, one of them, one of their own no. <laughs> betrayers. <laughs> but this society definitely is messed up. And it is to a point where maybe. A lot of women really don't want to talk to guys. And truth be told, like, in my personal life, like... Now I you're a brand much, new lesbian. Yes. Born because again I would lesbian. much rather marry my friends at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I'm still open to love and putting it out there. But, um, that last TikTok... <laughs> she said, I'm not out of the woodworks yet, boys. Line them up. America's Got um, Talent. <laughs> Jazz Bill's a it's new bachelorette. Take, it's going to take an audition, <laughs> for real. And a whole, like, interview with all my friends. But, um, Oof. no, um, to Holy that Trinity. last TikTok, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to that last TikTok, um, love is compromise. You know, whether you two are very different um, or, like, you really don't like something that someone's doing um, or, like, watching, like, not in a sense of, like, I don't like you clubbing. Like, I'm going to compromise that. No, because 
what's like your um what's the word for it your non-negotiables oh, yeah, or yeah, things yeah. that you're just completely not comfortable with like that should be respected in a relationship like all right i, j- I won't do that because that makes you uncomfortable that makes you feel unsafe but if it's something like yo you always watching comedy and i want to watch romance like all right let's watch a rom-com you know meeting each other in the middle you know <laughs> things like that like i could see <laughs> not that <the> rom-com <laughs> That's just an example. But I think, yeah, it, it could be that way because it doesn't hurt to meet a person in the middle at all. Like, all right, we could go hiking if nature's your thing. And then we could catch a movie if movies are your thing, like right after the hike. You I know? love movies. I love movies. That's my non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, oh, I love those movies. Well, I Puss w- in Boots, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> love that movie. I, I went on a date and... To the movies? To the movies. I'm gonna just shout out some people real quick. So you're gonna shout out the date. No, no, no. What's no. her name? What's her name? What's her, at? What's her at? What's her at? I'm gonna bleep her name out. But her name. <laughs> There's a reason why I covered my mouth, Jazabel. You were so not at all. So people can't read lips. <laughs> Let's do this again. <laughs> Make this a blooper when I gave you my <laughs> iPhone code. <laughs> okay, ready? So when when I say her name, I'm gonna cover my mouth. I'm gonna bleep it. Oh, okay, got but you. But when I bleep I your you. name, or your side, you could just whole lips are just <laughs> out and saying their person's name. You can put an emoji over my mouth. <laughs> Still. <laughs> anyway, I'll do the emoji. Okay. A few times because you said it. Okay, but <laughs> my movie experience with her was terrible. Why? I don't know. Probably wasn't a fan of the cinema. Not even the movie. It was just like the experience. Really? I was like, I'm never going to talk to her again. Dang. This is this is my non-negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta move. I love movies. <laughs> I don't care if they're bad. I don't care if they're good. Oh I just, my gosh. I just like going, sitting down, and just like experiencing somebody else's work for two hours. Are like you a popcorn guy? Uh, I'm a loaded nachos guy. Oh okay. Or loaded fries. Loaded mm. fries, pretty good. Got you. But right. so, but shout out to Christian because he's my best friend. And we go to movies all the time, mm-hmm. and that movie experience is amazing. Like, this See, is my, wouldn't you rather marry your friends? My, uh, go go to the movies with you forever. Better not put that out there <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to drop too much tea. But I think his girl's mom thinks that there's probably that's code for like gay stuff. I think mm. like butt stuff. Like, oh, we're going to the movies. I'm like, again, the third time this week. I'm like, listen, girl, Watch I got that. I got the I got the Alamo season pass. I mean, I get to go every day. Oh, if that's I want how to. serious you take it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I go. I pay five bucks to get in, and that's it. Not bad. Yeah, but I pay 50 bucks a month. 50 bucks plus five bucks whenever I go in. It's like a $200 commitment. That's a lot. It's a lot. I'm Have you done the math? Mm. You can do the math. I went to 48 movies last year. Oh, you're good. You're good. Because it's like $30 to go to the movies. Yeah. So, yeah. and I... Even whenever Krisha can go and my sister goes, and we have the three bu- the three seat bundle. Movies? Yeah. To what? I can't even name forty eight movies right <coughs> now. Did you watch Megan? I did watch Megan. I watched. Can you dance like her? No, never. Um, just the end of twenty twenty two. Megan, Puss in Boots, Puss in Boots again, Megan again. Um, You're just bored. The Santa Claus movie that came out, Violent Night. Um, Did you watch Don't Worry Darling? I did watch Don't Worry Darling. I love that movie. Um, Sonic 2 I watched. Love Sonic 2. Um, had to be some old movies that came out. Like there was this one 
about I forgot what the name of it was, but I saw it with my sister, and it was, cause it was like a brunch show, and she was like, "Oh, it's a brunch movie. Like it'll be fun." The girl died of diabetes, and I was like, "I was like, I thought this was a happy movie. It was, it was like leading up to happiness, yeah. and then it was like, yeah, she's gonna go into surgery, and then it'll be okay." And she and goes to surgery, okay. and then she marries a guy, and they live in a nice cabin, and like with a kid, all healthy, oh, goals, yeah. because she couldn't. <laughs> apparently, with her diabetes, she couldn't have children at the time. It was just, it was like set really like in the forties or something, or something or way before that. And all of a sudden, she falls down in the kitchen while making pasta. The baby's crying. The stove is like burning the pot. The husband comes in, and then they like try to get her like her medicine and like her her blood work or whatever to save her. Her mom is there. Um, and then she dies in the hospital after, like, months of, like, what? being in a coma. Yeah. And I was and like, and I'm eating my sandwich. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> just happened? <laughs> we saw her grow up. We saw oh her talk about, like, w- like marrying her boyfriend at the time, like, her high school boyfriend. Wait, and was that who she married? Yeah, that's who she married. Oh, my God. What and I life. was like, and I was like, no way they just did us dirt like this. And then there's these four old ladies in the front. Mm-hmm. And the side plot of it was the mom had her group of friends. And they were, like, living this life together and they're getting old. And they made fun of that one friend who was, like, a man-eater who never, like, settled down. Mm-hmm. And then he, she settles down with this goofy-looking-ass old man. And he was like, he's like, yeah, like I, I like you. Like, what's up? And the side plot after she the daughter dies and they're, like, trying to, like – be there for her she mm-hmm. just lost her child and she has this grandson that um is gonna need her grandma and she was like like willing to just jump into the casket with her daughter she's like i, I don't want to live here anymore and her mm-hmm. friends were like there to be like don't worry you got us you've got your husband and then the friend's like well he sucks kind of but you got him <laughs> <laughs> <He's goofy>. yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean it was a it was an interesting movie to watch because i was like Ain't no fucking way they just did this to me. I was like crying in the movie theater. My oh sister my was, everybody was crying in the movie theater. And then, except the four ladies in the front who I think saw it when the first came out. <laughs> and, and I think they were like the epitome of whatever they were trying to s- see in the movie. It's like that's the four girls, the four old ladies that were in the movie. I'm like, that's their friend group too. That's, they're like still friends up to yeah. this old age. They're still going to the movies. Um, they're hanging out together and like I could hear them laughing in the front. Like she's like, no, I, I, I'm gonna pay the bill. And I'm like, let's get more stuff. Let's get more to <laughs> that. And so it just, I was like, wow. I mean, like see it on the big screen, and mm-hmm. I, I can see it in real life transfer over. And I think that's what's like beautiful about movies, where like just because you're watching it, consuming it, and it's not real, but underlining tones are real. Like this friend group that I was literally like right next to saw. I'm like. That's so crazy that they're still, like, at that age, still going out and doing stuff. I was like, whoa. Talk about being present and prioritizing time with just the people you love. It's important because, God forbid, the husband went out. Who would she have? Her girls. Exactly. Her friends, her besties. Exactly. And it was, I think, um, the reason why they were showing it, because it's like a cult classic. And you don't remember the name? It's like Mangolia something. Mangolia's something something. It's like a three word title, mm. but the only thing um, that stuck out was Mangolia because it was like, what? Who the fuck is named that? There was nobody named that. I think. Isn't that the name of a bakery? I don't know. In the I city. Th- I don't know. Sweet mango. No, that's a shop. But I was like, what was the point of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're just there eating your sandwich. I was like, when? The, why the fuck did this get sad? <laughs> like, 
this took a dark turn. It took a dark turn, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. This, they, they really did me dirt. Because oh I, like, I was like, brunch movie, let's go. Like Usually, like whenever they show the first screen, they're like, screen brunch. And mm. they have like a little menu for it or like some props or whatever. At the Alamo? Yeah. And I want to take the Alamo out. And they were like, oh, it's like Mongolia brunch. And then when it's an older movie, like in this age, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I always show my sister, hey, do you want to go? This like sounds interesting. I was like, yeah, let's go. And then we like left the theater traumatized. We're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why did this happen? <laughs> so. That's so sad. I know. I wasn't expecting to be traumatized at the movie theater. Well, you went 48 times. It was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. <laughs> if it wasn't Puss in Boots, it was this movie. It really just violated me. Going back to the previous episode from two years ago, it's not always peaches and daisies. It's not. And I learned that the hard way. Don't blame me. 48 times <laughs> i'm trying to break i'm trying to break that record i haven't been oh my god i haven't been this year i think well it's only march i know but i have to catch up but yeah i got the uh draft house season pass in november and you <laughs> mess. absolute mess. that's when it became available again because they stopped it for oh, COVID. covid yeah covid but mm. what a time what a time to be alive. What did we learn from COVID? Let's end the podcast on that. What did you learn from that? Because oh. you were type anti-vax Man. heavy. <laughs> Don't listen to the government. You were anti-vax <laughs> and you're like, yo, these and natural remedies. You and know? what happened? I don't know. What happened? I don't know. Are you still anti-vax? Yes. You didn't get yours? No. I got mine. I'm a good boy. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. But yeah, I mean, no one's asking for it anymore. So I didn't fold. That's fold. one lesson. I never folded towards things I don't believe in. Not me. I believe in science. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> God, you're out there, but you made science too for a reason, so. No, there is a lot of scientific proof um, that like correlates with the Bible, so mm-hmm. it can. It can work hand in hand. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be one against the other. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, lesson is just really just. Appreciate everything. A lot of people lost a lot of people, and um, it just—I think that that all taught us to just slow down and just enjoy what's around us. Like people were quitting their jobs left to right. I remember I didn't go to work. <laughs> I quit my job. Yeah, I didn't go to work for two weeks just because, and that whole two weeks I spent it just hiking in nature, and oh, man. it felt good. I quit. I quit my job. I got a new job. Was and it Whole Foods? Yeah, I quit Whole Foods. You and everyone else. And then I, I, <laughs> I went to work for the Yankees. And so I got my training. I got my ID. I got my clearance. I got my little desk. And I was like, cool. And then they're like, don't come back. <laughs> COVID. And I was like, yeah. okay. But they sent me a stipend right now. What do you think? Still? No. Like, oh. at the time. So, and I was like, on that road trip, I was like, <laughs> that Yankee strike came in yet? Ah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Living large, and I had just got to gra- incepted into grad school at the time, and they sent me a big fucking fat check too, and I was like, "That's good. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> like, let's go." It was a lot of money, actually. I didn't get a fat check for my job. It was like twenty k. It was no. a lot of money. Yeah. Your school? Yeah. You gotta teach me your ways. How did you get money back from school? I don't. To for this day, grad school. I don't even know. But it was like, cause I, f- cause I, at that point, I was finally taxed on my own, so I applied to school as myself instead of like, oh, where's your parents' tax returns? I'm like, no, here's mine, and they were like, 
you're poor and i was like you right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you gotta not you gotta file as your own for fasfa and stuff mm-hmm. that gives you a better chance of getting a lot more stuff Drop your cash tag, Jazabelle. Drop your cash tag. Oh, fuck. You, li- you don't even know it. <laughs> I don't even know it. If that was, that was today's <laughs> Idle Talk, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And you missed your opportunity to plug your cash tag. Yeah, we'll put it in the link. No, never, <laughs> never. Don't send her any money. Send me money. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll see you with Fabrian yes. on the next Idle Talk. And whenever we see Jazabelle, maybe never. We'll see. Oh, goodness. Thank you. Boom. Wow.